0: Hey, everyone. This is your host, Chris Stephen Blurred's Eye View. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Here, let me explain. First, it's free. You definitely can't beat that. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast and more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, everybody, this is your host, Chris G. This is your host from Flur Drive View, a program and a podcast that covers a multitude of things between pop culture pop geek culture and everything in between and with me is my co-host Darius Beeson Chambers. How's it going Darius?
1: My guys what's going on people?
0: It has been it's been great as far as the geek world is concerned it's been it's been great. Been a lot of stuff for the past couple of weeks past two weeks actually and yeah. some of the news that come out of the past two weeks is actually is the second episode of Stargirl that stars Brie Brie Bassinger, I do believe that's her name, and Luke Wilson, who's playing Stripe or Stripe C before, and now he's playing Stripe in the robot suit. Uh, it mm-hmm. is a very good show. I've actually, this is the probably the sixth show to come out of Greg Berlanti from the Aeroverse on CW. Uh, Stargirl was created by the legendary DC writer Jeff Johns, who also helped co-create this show and, is actually, co- and actually helped create this character, which was based off his uh, sister. And this show picks up several years later after the Justice Society dies. So here we are on uh, episode two, and Courtney is finding, not only did she already find the staff with Strike stripes he has in his basement because he was Starman's sidekick she's also not a cosmic star actually answers to her so he's kind of closeted training her so uh they're kind of bringing back the injustice gang of society to kind of find out they're like in a small town in nebraska you know i think it's called blue city if i'm not mistaken and they're just kind of filling the things out. And so far, for it to be the second episode, and they're still catching a lot of people. Is is the is the feel? It's almost like the Flash on a lighter tone because you are dealing with a younger actress, and she's in school and she's dealing with the bullies, and then she's finding out about Starman and she's playing with the cosmic staff. It's really good. It's fun stuff. Fun stuff. Uh, check that out. It comes on. It comes on the DC Universe actually a day before, which is like a Monday. And it actually airs on CW that Tuesday. I have DC Universe, so I'm watching it a day early. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good show. Um, last week, Agents of Shield returns.
1: Oh my God! Can I just say, I did because I was out of town. Mm-hmm. Full disclosure: I went out to PA, and the people I was staying with, their cable was down.
2: So oh, man. it is
1: 9 o'clock, 9.30, and now I'm like, I'm on Google. I'm searching, like, how can I watch this show? Because I have to watch it. I've watched it from the beginning. Right. I've waited, what, it's been two years since the last episode actually aired. So I've been right. waiting to see what happens. They're in the past. So I'm like, how am I going to watch this? Turns out she had Xfinity. I was cool, got the cold, watched it. Can I say it started off, like, on 100.
0: Like they started yeah, yeah, out with a it bang. Did. It
1: did. Face snatching. And if you haven't seen it, I don't care. It, it came on Friday. And yeah. Wednesday.
0: The only thing they about just, it, the only thing I hate about it is that they put it on late. I, I'm like, it's their last season. Why are you putting, it, putting it on lot. 10 o'clock? I'm like, come on. On a Wednesday. Yeah, on a Wednesday, right? I'm like, you're trying to murder. I'm like, we know it's the last season. Don't try to murder it so soon. And,
1: and, and that's what killed it because it started out on Tuesday.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Tuesday at 8. Then it went to Friday at nine. Then it went to Friday at nine or ten, because yeah. they were doing like back-to-back episodes at one point. It was like yeah. nine to ten, and then ten to eleven. It was mm. like y'all killed it with the switch. Tuesday was that sweet spot. Yeah, nothing really going, and it all had prime real estate. And y'all actually, switched and, to and Fridays,
0: and it was actually up against a lot of the CW shows, and it still fared well.
1: Yes. And I don't know whose right idea was like, ah, let's put it on Fridays. <laughs> but the show was amazing. Um, Colson's back, for those who don't know, sorry. Again, it's Saturday. If You ain't seen it by now.
0: <laughs> it's called <laughs> it's a DVR, people. DVR yes. and on demand.
1: <laughs> sorry. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Spoiler alert, people. This <laughs> Spoiler alert. So Colson's back. May's knocked out in the beginning. Um, Fitz is nowhere to be found. Simmons is there. You got back. You got Daisy or Quake, whatever you want to call her. Um, and it's just it – it, 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 I feel like it has that flow to where they're going to explain a lot in a little bit of time. Yeah. And get everybody caught up on behind the cap scenes from game. I don't know how much they're going to really show because I think this is like 20 years before or at least two or three years before the SSR started so S.H.I.E.L.D. is not even started. Yeah. But it looks promising for them to be able to go out on their own terms and to have a final season and to be able to do the final season the way they want to. There's not many shows in that exactly. uh, either a final that's chance to true. finish their story arc, or even to tell their story the way they want to in the end. It's just like they shoot a couple of episodes and then that's it. And then next week it's like, oh yeah, they were canceled.
0: Yeah. 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 That it's, it's, waiting to see basically the basis of this season is in order to save shield they have to save hydra and if you haven't if if you have not watched any marvel films or tv shows once again spoiler alert it's in captain america the winter soldier freedom hydra had (laughs) it yeah like hydra had an infiltrated shield In the forties, and guess what? Agents. Back in the first Avengers. Yep. I mean, first Captain America. Exactly. And that's and they infiltrated it way back then, and that's why I'm hoping you know there might be some kind of mention because they're like in 1930s,
1: 1940s. Yeah, they're prohibition.
0: Yeah, FDR is so not, not even president yet. He's still the mayor of New York. Yeah, so I'm wondering if there might be some sort of mention to Stephen Rogers, maybe. Uh, you know, because this is his title. Peggy period. Carter. Peggy <laughs> Carter. You know, these, this is this is their mention. You know, hey, I is their think they,
1: no, I don't think they mentioned Howard Stark yet.
0: No, no. There was no but I, was you know what? Him. They might be, though, be, oh, because he was one of the founding members along with Peggy Carter. Yeah. So I, I would imagine that they would show at least those two. In that At least, yeah. So that's some good news. Um, well, we do
1: have Malik.
0: Yeah, we do have Malik. Malik, yeah. Malik's hey, dad. Sorry. Yeah, oh yeah, Malik's dad. <laughs> this is good for a those.
1: For those who don't know, Malik was the starter of Hydra, pretty much like one of the sales in, um, like modern day. He tried to take over, and the event, uh, not Avengers. I Agent Coulson killed him. Uh, yeah, they I, I think
0: he was. Um, Four, five, yeah.
1: somewhere around
0: there. No, three or actually, four. Yeah, I think if it's, the, I think it was Powers Booth that played. Him. I can't remember yeah. the actor that played, him. but he was actually. Even of, oh, he Even had a
1: son in the show. Yeah,
0: he it <laughs> was actually. He was like on the council that Nick Fury had to talk to. He was on that council. Yeah, so he was it turned out little... to be Hydra, right?
1: And then <laughs> that was that of fact. It was after the Winter Soldier when all that was found out, and he was had, he was found out. So exactly. that was about season three. Exactly, so they did the big Hydra reveal, and then that's the last time they stopped doing after movie tie-ins. Yeah, because it was and too
0: that's much. When you, that's when you found out, like, who the hell else is in Hydra? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like everybody was in it. You're just like you looking across at everybody. But yeah, uh, it
1: was so many.
0: That was fun. Some other news they're talking about. So, here's the thing The Mandalorian already has Katie Sackoff coming on board playing Bo Katan from uh, Star Wars Rebels and uh, Clone Wars. There's already been mention of Rosario Dawson playing a Sokotano, also from those two shows, playing a live action version of herself or of that character. Now, there's talk of bringing Ezra Bridger from 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 Rebels onto a live action star. and he would be somewhere around 40 30 40 years old that's about right considering the time frame so there's talk of that bringing that character on because right now what Disney Plus and Lucasfilms are looking to do is bring a lot of their Star Wars shows to live action and bring it to their Disney Plus streaming service, which is a good idea. This is a good one. Oh, it's,
1: it's amazing. See, Disney Plus is when they when they started snatching all their shows off of Netflix and you know those sites, and it's just like, oh, what are they doing? This is stupid. Nobody else, nobody wants a Disney screen streaming service. They don't have enough content. But they do, because they, they got really Marvel. <laughs> Star Wars yeah. came aboard. They got the Simpsons. Like Disney Plus, I have it. I think my wife and them love it. Um, like Disney Plus has been, uh, un- like a lot of underrated. I believe it's been underrated because a lot of people have it, but they haven't been watching it. Then the Mandalorian came out, and like Disney sales just started boosting through the roof. Everybody yeah. has to have it. Unfortunately, I haven't seen it because I think we had this talk before. I'm not really a Star Wars guy. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I, they lost me uh, with the early ones. And then like the newer, the, no, it was more of the newer ones.
0: It's a forty-year-old story.
1: Yeah, so, so you kind of like you kinda, you when, that, have to when be they adjusted. had that gap. It was just like all this new stuff and purple lightsabers
0: and. Hey, we don't like, know, we, wow. do, we don't knock Sam Jackson. We don't no, we no, don't no, we no. don't, I, I, we don't knock is, Mace Windu. We we no, want some, Bace, we want more bad boy. One. And I'm mad. I want more Mace Windu. I want some more. I and he fought through. like
1: heck to get that purple lightsaber. The, like, yes, he did. They were gonna do it for a minute.
0: It's Sam Jackson. He pretty much said, "Hey, motherfucker, I want hey, this man, purple I lightsaber. Mother, <laughs> give
1: me the lightsaber." But it just—it was the story. It just felt like after the original, I don't think it was meant for that gap to happen. I think we talked about that before. They didn't. Yeah. mean it, meant, it was meant to be a kind of a continuous story.
0: But yeah, yeah.
1: Whatever you know, Hollywood and everything, powers to be, you know, politics. Yeah. It was like a gap that just gap kind of for me. There was other things to watch. Yeah, so I kind of got yeah. Kind of fell in love with Superman. and It gave me a chance to you know really just go back and look at things of that nature. And it's just trying to go back for me now. It's, I kind of watch the cartoons a little bit because my son watches them, and that's how I got slowly back into it. But I haven't been invested like a lot of people have i want to but i've been burned i'm scorned i'm a scorned lover like right now star wars has burned me one too many times and it just seems to drag on and it's just like i'm gonna get back to it one day hopefully we rekindle our our friendship at least be friends let's just be friends
0: so for 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 the listeners out there for the listeners out here this is this is a this is a disclaimer he's not a hater no you did say he was He's waiting to come back. We gotta bring him back in. We gotta bring him back in. So he's not the lost. Thing, people, it's like right, you're living the Star Wars mantra right now. It's like you you you've done you've done the Luke Skywalker thing where you kind of take. I yourself. just I, I kind
1: of walked away. You
0: walked away. I put my lightsaber down <laughs> and I walked away. I
1: didn't want to pick it back up. pick so can still come back. <laughs> like It's still there. It's dusty as a mug. I, there's always a chance I pick it back up and get the good fight going. But nothing I say, and I want people like new subscribers like, oh, this guy's a hater. Why is he on this show? <laughs> he knows nothing. I'm not a hater. My job. See, Chris is the knowledge. I'm more of the realistic, holistic approach. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm going to tell you how it is. I love Star Wars. Don't get me wrong. I never said I didn't like Star Wars. I actually love Star Wars. I just can't give it to new generation. I'm old school. Like uh, and it felt like it, the new I, stuff was kind of, the story was off. I don't know if George Lucas wasn't fully behind it, but it, to me, it just felt like the old was a classic. I get what it you're saying. Great. I get what you're saying. Was, I don't
0: think. I get exactly what you're saying. It didn't have all think, the
1: animation
0: I, in it. Yeah, I don't think. And then George there was Jar Jar Binks. Oh, we're not doing there. So that's what really <laughs> threw me over the top. That was for the children. That was for the and children. I, like like I, like O D like O D B said it. You know, strictly for the kids. <laughs> it's strictly for the kids. O D is for the children. But I think I don't think George Lucas meant for it to be a forty plus year story. He always meant for it to be a nine-part story, but I don't think he meant for it to go on as long as it did. And but at the same time, it's almost poetic, you know. When you, it's almost poetic when you like read some of these stories where like like these Arthurian type stories where they, the, the 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 powers that be are always in power or something, and and it just takes somebody to take them down. It just takes a while, and then finally the The culmination of that is they just they won they finally won, but I digress on that one. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Universal Studios and Ryan Gosling have teamed up. Ryan Gosling is going to be in the Wolfman for Universal Mm. Studios. Now you know a couple of years ago, Universal Studios has tried to do the shared universe thing with uh, starting with the Mummy with Tom Cruise. Now I've seen that version. I it's have not. not it, it's not a bad version. It's not. It's really not a bad version. Here's where it goes bad, though. People like Brendan Fraser's version. Yeah. I love that version. I like and Brendan was, Fraser's version. Yeah. It, it's, <laughs> it's fun. It's action-packed. It's comedic. And I think... I think it was just not... I think it was just bad marketing. Yeah, it was weird
1: because I remember seeing like the commercials and stuff for that.
0: Because you know, you, they, it was they, 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 they kept, dark. They kept, yeah, they kept relabeling it as uh, the reboot, and it's yeah. not really a reboot because Tom Cruise's character is not the same character as Brendan Fraser. It's nothing. There's no. There's no connection whatsoever. So it's not really a reboot. It's just a retelling and. Like I said, I think it's It's (laughs) repackaged. It's just bad marketing, and I think it was just put out to the people wrong because you know they're like, you know, till this day, the Mummy, Brendan Fraser's version, is still watched. It's still fun, you know, and people love it. And I think when they had the Tom Cruise version, whom people like Tom Cruise too, it was just.
1: I can do without him, but yeah. that's just me personally. It, it doesn't hurt,
0: you know. I he, think it, he, he lost
1: me with the whole jumping on the couch with Oprah thing.
0: That, <laughs> that's, where, that's where I stopped taking Tom Cruise serious at all as, like, an actor. He was just like, dude. And, and now his are wife you on is drugs? Dating, and now his ex-wife is dating Jamie Foxx. But, uh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey. That's weird. Kate,
1: oh, man. Katie Holmes. She's like a, you know what? Okay, yeah. So let's move on. Let's move to another topic. It'll leave alone. Yeah, because yeah, I don't want to get sued. Because Katie Holmes. Stop <laughs> you <know>, this. <laughs> Tom Cruise seems like a vindictive type of person. If you mention her and him in the same sentence, he wants some kind of royalties. He just seems like a short-tempered guy. Like my favorite Tom Cruise is on Family Guy, the little short one. Little short Tom Cruise family guy, that's my favorite Tom Cruise. Oh, my goodness. that's the most uh, accurate depiction of Tom Cruise there is. Like, <laughs> inside, he's a short midget, and I'm just – I'm sorry, Tom Cruise. If you find this, don't sue me, but you
0: are. But so Ryan Gosling has signed on with Universal. They're going to produce The Wolfman, and this is basically on the backs of The Invisible Man, which was a big hit. So they're uh. talking of uh doing the Wolfman not really sure right now if it's going if they're trying to repackage their shared universe idea yeah or I mean, if you know, they're gonna yeah. go that route, but it, it's it's a wait and see process I feel like it, I feel feel like it can work though because out, though. it's not like because
1: when when people think shared universe, now all of a sudden they're thinking Marvel and d c.
0: Yeah, and this that's is what, like a, I a, think a horror call. universe. This is yeah. the Wolf Man, Dracula, the Invisible the Man. They actually said in an article that Dracula Untold didn't do that well, and I was really surprised because that movie is boss as hell. You know, Luke Evans as Dracula, and you're telling his backstory as he became to be, was really kick ass, and I'm like, wow, this. The... They they thought this you know but see this is once again this is one of those things where it doesn't do well in the theaters but once it hits you know red oh, box or rentals or anything like that home it does it does way better you know it's the same it happened with Anchorman Anchorman oh. did not do great at the box office but once it hit Rental, it was blown <sighs> out the water.
1: Here's Anchorman is probably one of the most quoted movies. <laughs> in the last 10, 10, 15 years, whenever it came out, like it's, there's it's, people still the saying it's I'm very important. Forum. I have a bunch, a bunch of leather-bound books in my office. They smell like mahogany. That's one of my favorite lines. Before I, so I met my wife, that was a line I used. <laughs> the, the, the mahogany book. Yeah, I'm I don't a man. Don't know if you know this. Yeah, de, 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 what is that, the Tiger chunks, panther chunks. What was it called? Panther, Panther chunks? Yeah, it no, was Sex Panther. It's real chunks of, Yeah, Sex Panther with real chunks of Panther. Oh, Bricks of Panther. It's like, oh, oh, that, a, that is odious. Like yeah.
0: It burns I'm the like nostrils. A really. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was a, that movie was hilarious. And you had Brick? Who cannot love Brick? <laughs> Loud noises. I, I, I love I love lamp. <laughs> well what was it? Pants Party. Pants Party, right. <laughs>
1: Like, are you gonna invite me to a party in pants? Yes. <laughs> Did Brian tell you to say this? Yes.
0: No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there's a. It's the, it's the pleats that make it look that way in the in the crotchal region. It, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. That Whammy. <laughs> <laughs> like
1: that movie. The Second one and. Uh, there's that's actually another one actually
0: look. actually if you look deep enough, there's there's two of them. <laughs> <laughs> I actually seen both versions. Before the actual second one that was released on the movies in the movies, there was another version that was released on YouTube a couple oh, of years shoot. back. But you had to watch it in sections. And uh, that one was insane. That was it was just as insane as the first one. So it's like Anchor Man and a Half is what it is.
1: Oh, I think I said that. It was some kind of DVD. I think they might have tried to put it on a DVD. Already. They might have.
0: They might have. But but the second one was I didn't was, really. It, it was funny, but it wasn't funny. It wasn't it was quotable funny. as yeah, it the wasn't first quotable. one. Yeah, that's what it was.
1: Because I think he went blind or something in the
0: second one. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, it just living didn't make living sense. Living in the
0: loud high, lighthouse and everything. Yeah, Ron was way past than time. <laughs>
1: The first one was cool. The first one I loved. I'll still watch it. As a matter of fact, I think it came on TV today. Yeah. DBS was doing like uh, they,
0: they always show Will
1: Farrow, uh, Talladega Night, Get Get Hard.
0: Oh, oh yeah. They were they were uh, they were getting their ratings. That's the <laughs> Oh
1: my god, everybody's been showing all these I think I just turned mine off, but I think it was like TNT was showing a whole bunch of Wonder Woman and Justice League, Batman
0: vs. Superman, which we talk They're still, about. They're still, they're still on quarantine-style uh, that's uh, what they are. Now, oh, we got to yeah, throw all the good stuff on. They're, oh, mean, they're,
1: throwing, <laughs> man, they're
0: <laughs> throwing everything at the wall right now. Right. Well, on the more news, Tom Ellis is seemingly on board for potential for season six at Netflix, this sixth season and final season at Netflix uh for many of those no lucifer that very same lucifer uh is also a dc comics character and so he's not in the arrowverse show but he is he does make an appearance during the crisis on infinite earths spoiler alert it's been long enough people um, <laughs> oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> I ain't but, to uh, do that this time? I believe day. people
1: are like, "Oh my God, I didn't see it. It's been six months." Yeah,
0: like, what, I believe. You doing that, your life?
1: The rock.
0: I believe Lucifer was canceled on Fox. season three or four on Fox. Yeah. Well, Netflix was in their their heyday, basically, and they were just like, "Hey, we're gonna pick it up." we're picking it up and we're going to run with it. And so they ran with it. They took it matter of fact, it was season four and then they did season five. They're doing season five, but they've had to stop, stop uh, season five due to obviously COVID-19. Uh, but their negotiations are currently going on between Ellis and the War- Warner brothers and Netflix. And, and even though it's been a little complicated, it seems that the actor is still on board with doing. Yeah. I think he said he wants to season. do it. Yeah. On the sixth and final season and on some related news, uh, Dennis Haysbert is cast will be ca- is cast as God in Lucifer season five. Now, for those who don't know, he is Ooh. the he's he to me and my wife he's known as President Palmer from twenty
1: four. <laughs> for my house, for, he's the he's the uh, nationwide guy. Yes, he's he's, he's the nationwide guy. <laughs> or uh, if you really want to be good, he's uh Mister McCall from Loving Basketball,
2: yeah, right. his dad. <laughs>
1: who got a lot of action. Let's not, let's let's, let's, let's talk about this man for a minute because I love that movie. And that guy in this movie was like the best and the worst dad all in the same movie. It's just, his story arc in that movie was so amazing. He went from like being the perfect dad out here smashing groupies on the road, <laughs> being, <laughs> being the moral compass for a guy whose life he had left when he before he went to college.
0: Exactly. Yeah, it, that's going to be story. fun. Uh, Dennis Haysbert is also one of those actors who has that most the, this commanding voice beyond oh, yeah, yeah. George. Truly, <laughs> you know, and, you
1: him and Morgan Freeman in the same room—it's a
0: lot of furniture moving. Let's
1: say that. <laughs> Let's like, say it's a lot of hey, you gotta see that and furniture start flying around and stuff, eat bloomness and all it's just, it's like, I it's
0: just called, it's called the thunder. We can't help it. It's we yeah. were born with it. So um now here's some big news and it kind of ties just, in together. First off, HBO Max launched this week. That's big news. Very big. What follows behind that big news. Is that Zack Snyder's cut of the Justice League is going to be shown? I believe in 2021. 21. Now,
2: I'm getting uh, I think already. he was
0: given 20 to 30 million dollars for not, I think, to for re not so much reshoots, but to just kind of clean up some stuff, maybe add a few things. And talks are running rampant right now. Um, there are a lot of. Scenes that have been mentioned and talked about by Zack Snyder himself that never made the cutting floor because he was he left yeah. uh, the Justice League movie before you know his whole vision could be be brought out and Josh Whedon was brought in so oh, Josh Whedon and, and I love Josh I love him it I'm it felt like man.
1: switching from Marvel to DC he didn't know what to do
0: and it was in Midway and it was just. And I'm a very big proponent of you never change your directors in the middle of a movie. You never, never get the same product, and that's what happened. And from what we've seen over, I think it was what two, three years, yeah, from Zack Snyder, from Jason Momoa, from Henry Cavill, from uh, Ben right. Affleck, they said, "Oh, we shot the scene." Even, even what is the guy that plays Commissioner Gordon, uh, J.K. Simmons. Yeah. JK Simmons is Commissioner Gordon. I remember seeing a scene of this guy in a gym and he's jacked. Oh yeah. He he's in shape. Like yeah. wow. And he was in the shape. They said he was getting in shape probably for the show he has on, I believe Star or Epics, one of those two. And also as the role as Commissioner Gordon. And I'm like, his his scene wasn't even that long in Justice. It was movie, very disappointing. Uh, was, I think he had two scenes. Yeah, if that. And they were all on they were on the roof. They were on the he
1: roof. He had the scene on the roof and he had the scene at the uh at the dam after Stephen Wolf K.
0: Yeah, and that was it. And, and it was I'm like, I'm sure he wasn't getting jacked just for those two scenes. something he had to been in some kind of action role at some point. So there's talks of that. Happening and it and it's real. It's gone down. It's happening. We're going to get a Zack Snyder vision. We're going to get a Snyder Snyder cut of just Dark Side. Dark Side. we get getting an appearance a of Dark different Side. Different look of Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. A, a definitely different, different. They said a different look of Steppenwolf. Possibly yeah. a different ending for Steppenwolf. You know, yeah. uh, talks I'll of think, Martian Manhunter.
1: Yeah, I think I read somewhere it's like four hours worth of footage.
0: Yeah, and they're now, <laughs> and now they I might make the, it a movie on its own. <laughs> yeah, and they 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 either or six part series. Yeah, yep, you know, that's what I was gonna say. They were either going to use the cut and chop it up, or possibly do a six part series. That's still up to for debate. We'll wait and see what's happening. But attached to that news, Henry Cavill is possibly that's what back. I, that's what I was reading on. He's possibly <laughs> back as Superman, and for now that's not movies. saying we're getting a Superman Man of Steel two. They're saying that he may be in a capacity like Samuel Jackson is as Nick Fury for the Marvel Universe. He may be the Nick Fury of the DCU. I'm fine I with not. that. I, I may, I'm, I'm completely fine with that. You know, as long as we there, have a Superman, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. And if this means we get an actual Man of Steel too, perfect. Because I'm actually a fan of Man of Steel. I, I liked it. Yeah. If, if in, in, in reality, in reality, if you watch Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman and Justice League, you're really watching his story. In yeah. the background. It's really his story. If you put those if you take all his stuff that he did for those three movies, that's his story you're watching. You know, the first Man of Steel is him just coming out. It's his first for for Ray as Superman. You know he's trying to find himself. He's not the Boy Scout everybody knows. Uh, Batman versus Superman. He's trying to get used to the role. He's everybody's either looking to him as a god or looking into it as a threat. Man of Steel, or I'm sorry, uh, Justice League. He's brought back from the death, from dead. And. Spoiler alert! Yeah, spoiler, spoiler alert! Because you know, people spoiler are just alert. under late, rocks now. Late, late to the fall, Cinderella. Um. But then he but by the end of the film, you realize he he's comfortable with who he is now and he is the Boy Scout that we know and love and we follow. So that was my take on it. that was my take on. It. And I really w- wished that we did get this Zack Snyder f- version. No offense, Josh Whedon. I love your work. I am a diehard brown coat. I'm a diehard Scooby. Those who watch Buffy know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but um, this probably wasn't the best. I, it probably would have been the best fit for him had he been on it from the beginning. But yeah. to take over for another director is hard. Yeah, it's the tone change. It's a different tonal change, and that's what way it different. So, it's yeah, that. That's our news.
1: Oh, one more piece of news: day A. Simmons is a. Uh, Reportedly signed on to play uh everybody's favorite newspaper guy, Jay Jonah Jameson.
0: That is right. That is correct. That did happen. Oh, that is some good news. I forgot about it. <laughs> and I actually put that on the YouTube page or on the uh Facebook page. That's yeah, yeah, really yeah. That. yeah. But let's face it, who else did you see playing Jay Jonah Jameson? it wasn't going to be anybody
1: else. his commissioner Gordon, Gordon Leaves was allowed to be decided because he was only in two scenes, but him is J. Jonah Jameson. He nails it. He Wait, did. who was J. Jonah Jameson? in the
0: uh, Tom Holland. It was Holland. him in the Tom Holland. Tom Holland, yeah. Yeah, well, it I was at the end. Yeah. yeah, at the end of at the end of Far From Home, when uh, they do that little man. blurb on the yeah. on the inner on the screen up there. It's him. It's just there. a different type of Daily Bugle thing, but it's him. It, it doesn't was, matter. He, as long as it's him. He plays that role so well. J.K. Simmons playing J. Jonas Jameson is. He's built for it, like like Ryan Reynolds is built for Deadpool, like Patrick uh, Stewart is built for Professor X. It, it sometimes you're just born for a role. For a Role, yeah. And that's, that's his it. that's his
1: role. <laughs> you know that you, is that is the role that no matter where he goes in any other show, I feel like he's kind of playing that character. <laughs>
0: his Commissioner Gordon was a little on the. But like you said, we didn't get enough of him. So yeah, to to get that in, but it was on a peripheral. (laughs) Yeah, so so that is our news, people. I'm gonna think I'm I think I put like a little news thing in there. I don't know. I'll figure that out. I'll do it in post. (laughs) (laughs) So today's main topic, we are talking about the top moments, five top moments in superhero films over time that are best to us. Um. I don't know if you want. To, did you want to go first, or you want me to go first?
1: Uh, my list is actually. I can go first. Okay. Uh, okay. Go
0: ahead. Uh, I kind If yeah, you five, I'll do my five. That way we can just do it that way.
1: Uh Well, I'm going in my because in my phone they let me only do from one to five, but it's five to one. Okay. The way I'm one. gonna say it. <laughs> um, number five would be Deadpool. I mean, yeah, Deadpool with the juggernaut showing up for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like a real juggernaut. Cause yeah. The next <laughs> juggernaut was. Yeah, so so. I mean like big helmet, nasty, mean, no games being played, ass kicking juggernaut. That's mm-hmm. the juggernaut I wanted. Um, four would be the fight scene in the park in the first Avengers. Okay. That scene to me set the tone for the movie. Yeah. Yeah. You got Tony Stark making Shakespeare jokes. <laughs> you had Cap and Thor fighting and Loki just sitting there watching. Right. So it kinda was a it was a good
0: mother would know you wear it her drapes. Like you don't know what you're doing. You don't know
1: what you're getting yourself into. Shakespeare in the park. So it was like to me it was iconic because it being the first Avengers movie is the first time they're all coming together and you're wondering, like, you have all these personalities and none of them know about each other. And now it's just like they're face to face for the first time. It's just like how do they interact? And we see it's volatile. It's like, but it was also a team-building thing because you see later on, throughout how that movie work. and the work. whole movie story, job. they kind of mm-hmm. were together. Three, which no matter how you flip it, works out the same, was Doctor Strange opening the portals and all all the Avengers coming out for the 1st uh, yes. in end In-game. That scene... Well, first you had Black Panther walking out because he was That alive. brought tears to my
0: eyes. Yeah. I'm a grown man and I am willing to admit that. That that, that, tears that whole
1: end of that movie eye.
0: made me terrible a little bit. My kids was like, Dad, what's
1: wrong? You got something in your eye? there's popcorn dust or something in here?" and they said, I don't know what's going on. But that scene oh, to blue me, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's my favorite line from the movie ever. I don't care what movie it is. You're my boy Blue. But, that scene when they're opening up all these all the portals start opening up. It was it was like the second biggest pop at the towards the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It got a good reaction. Oh, it got um, a great reaction. <laughs> but this scene got the best reaction, which was Cat Willie Mirmu. And I can never <laughs> say that, that. I can never <laughs> say that you, you,
0: thanks to Cat Dennings, he can use that. You mean <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's just that's and that, I think that's why I say it, because of her. And she's my favorite character in the Thor movie. I don't know why Cat. Ah, I love
0: Cat. Sidebar. Sidebar. She's gonna be playing that same character in WandaVision series on Disney Plus. Oh, I gotta watch. They're her. bringing Darcy back, everybody.
1: I love Darcy. She was snap, quick-witted, and she was all her characters are like that. Oh yeah. She's uh, always snappy. I like her. Girls, like I <laughs> yeah. loved her on that. But yeah, Cap using the hammer because I can butcher that name all day long. Mm-hmm. So when Cap wielding the hammer, it got the biggest pop in the theater. No matter what theater you're in, no matter how many times people see the movie, no matter where it was at, that scene got the biggest pop. Yeah. But my number five or number one is Tony Stark dying. Oh. The I Am Iron Man, him doing Ooh. the snap.
0: To me, that... That was an improvised line. Yeah, it wasn't supposed to be in
1: the movie. But that's Robert Downey Jr. for you, man. He gives you full circle. I am Iron Man from the beginning to the end. That's it. But to me, that scene wasn't just because it was like the best. It was, like I said, it was, it was Tony Stark coming full circle. Yeah. The first Iron Man, he was arrogant. He was just like, yeah, I'm Iron Man. Yeah. And you see him throughout all the rest of the movies, and you see slowly he's he has peaks and valleys.
2: Yeah. But that Mm -hmm.
1: line at the end wasn't the brass cocky Tony Stark we began with.
0: But it's more of a surreal the end of a mature. Yeah, Yeah, like But you notice even in that film, he says it when he get at his funeral, I guess. His hologram says it to his daughter. More theories on that later. (laughs) that he says, but this is the hero's journey.
2: Yeah.
0: And it is. Yeah. It was the birth, you, your birth in a certain, in in the baptismal fire, so to speak, you find out what you really are at your, at your most internal core. And then you change from that. And that's what he did. He progressed from that. He actually was so well. And uh, I'm speaking to somebody who was born for the role. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. In his, his actual irony. his real life. I mean, man.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Talk about comeback kid. <laughs> yeah, I think I and,
1: and it's crazy because I forgot about the trouble he was in when he was younger. He,
0: he, he was all the always, drugs and the yeah.
1: alcohol. He was like in and out of jail. He was he had more prison terms than he had movies at one point.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: And it's just like he turned it around and now he's like Iconic for being Iron Man, and people forget that he even had like he was even rehab and all this other stuff. Like it's mm-hmm. just crazy how far he has come, and it's just one of them stories that you can redeem yourself from the mistakes you make earlier if you keep trying. Exactly, greatness is on the other side. Yeah. There you go, guys. We also don't give you hurt stuff; we give you inspiration <laughs> and motivation. <laughs> That's what we're don't about here, Blurred Put like down you. the bottle, pick up the hope. You two can be Tony Stark one day. Or Cat. <laughs> or,
0: or T'Challa. Or T'Challa. Yeah. All of them.
1: <laughs> Anybody you want. You just might not have superpowers, but you have a crazy cool suit.
0: Unlike the three it. kids who tried to have themselves bitten by a Black Widow to get Spider Man's powers. But yeah. we're not can going we there. Pause I that. Oh, I <laughs> can't. Well, I have to.
1: Because I'm sorry. We have, we have one I... a week where we have to tell people, stop doing stupid stuff. The three <laughs> kids, wherever you are, let me, listen to me. Look at me. Good old Uncle Darius is going to tell you something. You're not getting no superpowers from those fighters. And a Black Widow could kill you. And it ain't even a good Black Widow. If you want to get bit by a good Black Widow, find Natasha Romanoff. <laughs> 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 like, seriously, that's the Black Widow I want to be bit by. All right. I don't know okay. about you
0: guys, but hey. I agree with you. And, and, and for, I agree with you. And for the children, it was dumb, but I admire tenacity. So, <laughs> I, 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 as, a, as an adult,
1: it's stupid. As a kid, the kid in me was like, You guys, geniuses. Did, they, did it work? Is my question. Yeah.
2: Because
1: I never know if it didn't work or not. They just said they got bit. It didn't say if they had superpowers or not. So, if I see three little kids swinging around, I'm finding me a black widow and I'm getting bit. Now. And here's the thing. You
0: managed to get bit by the same spider, all three of you. So, yeah. Now you so now, have a con. So now you have a test and control. So between the three of you, somebody somebody got, got power. <laughs> little Johnny left his friends. He went
1: swinging down the street. We know why Johnny is the man now.
0: Right. Oh, he's acting he weird now. So cool. He's a little reclusive. Well, we uh, get why. Yeah, we <laughs> get why. Yeah. He's, he's with great power becomes great responsibility. No, well, he's extra buff <laughs> now. He's only eight years old. We we yeah, okay. Well, we know what's why going is Johnny
1: on. Johnny's so small. <laughs> Dottie, Dottie be hitting the roids. No, oh, Dottie, Dottie got spider powers, dude. He <laughs> right. look, Dottie alone, he big pressure.
0: Exactly. <laughs> oh, all right. So <laughs> that was our that was our inspirational, and in our as uh, uh, as you know, um, what they call it. Now you know, inspiration word of the week. So there Don't it is.
2: Be, do that stupid stuff.
0: All <clears throat> right. So I'm gonna go ahead and do my five. Um, I'm reaching back, so. I'm gonna reach back and go forward. So my number one. Now this is not. I don't list. My, I didn't list mine as the top, like from one to five. I just listed them in how I've seen them in in years they were released. So this little film was re- released in 1978, and at the time, your host, yours truly, Chris G, was only two years old. It was directed by Richard Donner, and that film is Superman. Superman, who was played by uh, Christopher Reeve, who played the titular character of Clark Kent and Superman himself and Gene Hackman as the titular villain and land tycoon Lex Luthor. Um, The standout moment in this film is not only when Christopher Reeve first puts on the costume, but it's when he has to go through the trials of stopping all these worldwide catastrophic events only to fail in saving the love of his life, Lois Lane. Spoiler alert. Now... <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Hey. Okay. This is the biggest
1: spoiler alert in the history of this show to date. So uh, that, if you that, have the, not the, seen this movie, I can't 50 years, you. like, I mean, that's like a long time. 45, 40, 40 plus years. Okay, yes. people, so 46 you have years. not seen this movie. By There's now. something wrong.
0: There's something you wrong. You
1: have to be living under the earth. I don't exactly. rock
0: The whole earth. <laughs> at so, the center. so he fails, he <laughs> fails to save Lois, but it turns a dime on its head. He pulls a Barry Allen. That's right, people. He flies into the earth, out flies outside the earth's orbit, flies so fast that he spins the earth in reverse to rewind time.
1: That's what that was from
0: turns back around flies it back to correct its course just so he can make it in time to stop Lois from dying now they never said if anything else was affected but yeah. to me up until <laughs> that point that particular point because up until the point where he's stopping the missile he's stopping the he's stopping a nuclear missile from uh, exploding he's stopping a town from being washed out from a dam that was exploded on purpose there was a fault line when lois was out doing her reporter's business she the car her car runs out of gas classic lois falls into the fault line the fault line collapses on the car and crushes her and she suffocates and dies and right after superman just saved the town he gets he hears her he's always listening for her and he races to her gets to her pulls the car out of the fault line and realizes it's too late. She's gone. Jesus and the guttural the guttural scream that he lits off as a child <laughs> for me shook me to my core because like I said, I'm only two. I'm not used to that. That was my first experience of seeing death. <laughs> <laughs> so but those moments just seeing Christopher Reeve on that suit and having that score playing in the background and everything that was intense for me uh my number two is batman 1989 directed by tim burton
1: oh that is a classic
0: yes it is very very much very much a classic so much a classic that this starred michael keaton as bruce Wayne. now those who don't know michael keaton was known up until that point as a very comedic actor uh, Mr. Mom and all these other little side movies he's done he's always been like these joking type of things But the starred Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne Jack Nicholson as the clown prince of crime the Joker And the legendary composer Danny Elfman giving the Dark Knight a musical score that is still used to this day and has a fantastic soundtrack by no other than Prince Oh yeah. <laughs> the film has set the precedent on how Michael Keaton was viewed as not just a comedic actor but as the brooding and serious Bat of Gotham with just two words on Batman. Also, leading the argument, Bob never did anything to deserve what he got at the end of that movie. Now, <sighs> poor Bob. <laughs> poor Bob. For those who don't know, Bob was Joker's sidekick, so to speak. He was it was his first hand man. It was his first man. I'm and not so sure the way he got treated. You were after <laughs> he got treated that way. Yeah, you were just like, Man, you played Bob yeah. the entire time. So Bob was like hacking uh he was like lackey number six. They just yeah, used the way he treated him. He was just like, Oh, you're you're my number one, you're my number one, but you played him all the way till the end. Yeah, Bob Gun. Last Bob. words Bob ever said or heard. my yeah, number three. Pour one out for Bob, y'all. Pour y'all one out dead. for Bob. He, he earned it. He earned it. He. He was a soldier. He was, he was a true
1: loyal like that. Was the that was the most loyalist henchman I've ever seen in the movie. Like, like if it, it went
0: down, he didn't keep it from him or nothing. He was hey, like, oh, this is "What happened?" Bob kept it one hundred and died for it. As, yeah, it was somebody else's screw up and Bob had to pay for it. Okay. <laughs> so we my digress. number three, <laughs> my number three is The Dark Knight, directed by Christopher Nolan. Uh, this starred Christian Bale as Batman, the fourth actor to portray the role in the cinematic version of the films. The star, however, was not Christian Bale. Oh no. It was Heath Ledger playing no other than The Joker. Chaotic, unpredictable, and a sociopath, Heath Ledger's performance left fans like myself wanting more and planted in everyone's mind who was better, Nicholson or Ledger? I'm not still, answering, so it's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's, I, still, I, I'm
1: saying Ledger because Nicholson Joker was more of a comedy mm-hmm. to me, at least, you know, the... the the newscast he had, the laughing gas, and everybody, Heath Ledger was just batshit crazy. Heath Ledger's Joker burnt money, and he burnt bridges and didn't give a damn. Exactly. He wanted to, watch, he wanted to burn the world down and watch it. Exactly.
0: He, he In the middle of it. like it Literally, said, literally <laughs> it said that uh, Michael Keaton's version of Alfred Pennyworth even said it, like when Bruce is talking to Alfred, and, he, and Alfred just answers him. Some people just want to watch the world burn, and that's nothing true. else, nothing else but that's just true, true utter chaos. Yes. So my Poor number one four, one yeah, yeah, right. Poor one out. He man, dude, two, two. He, he died
1: not long after that performance. Exactly. He his most, I and feel one, like And he, won an Oscar for that. Yeah. That's how you know his was the best. I'm sorry. But- <laughs> yes. He won an Oscar his, for that. That was amazing. He put himself into that role like,
0: wholeheartedly. I, there was like, I wouldn't let my son go see it. because I was like, yeah, this might not what you want to see, kid. This is too much for you. Yeah, so, just to begin alone. Yeah.
1: Showed yeah. that how chaotic the, he was going to
0: be. The pencil scene. The not pencil even that. I mean oh, the bank scene scene. The bank robin scene was genius. The pencil scene was just fucked up. Let's
1: just call that one man. I was like, oh, i have never get around a pencil for a while. Right. I didn't know you could hurt somebody with a pencil like that. But no, this the way he set up the bait scene was like every man had orders to kill the man he was with.
0: Yeah. So And nobody knew he nobody was. Nobody knew who, <laughs> who was <laughs> what? Like, Which is like, like, like a genius plan anyway. Yeah. He's like, hey, like you yeah, you don't never want to rob a it's, bank it's, and have so many witnesses.
1: You wanna yeah. So you kill off the crew as you come out. It's right before dogs. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who did the alarm got knocked off. The guy who went on the thing, he got knocked, he got knocked off. The guy who opened the phone, he got knocked off. Yeah. The guy who was putting the bags in, he got knocked off. The last person was joking, you know what he gave him the money, he probably burned it after he was done. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: That's what was so crazy Just about. Just to him. say I did it. <laughs> Just to say he did it.
0: So <laughs> my number four, two thousand and twelve marvel's the avengers directed by joss whedon now let me tell you several reasons why this movie stands out this film stands out because it's managed to do the one thing that fans like myself have only wished for and that was the team up we all wanted and didn't know we needed yeah captain america iron man thor hulk black widow and hawkeye forms the avengers with the exception of and all these people, with the exception of Black Widow and Hawkeye, each had a solo film, which represented and alluded to what the film was always wanting, and like I said, didn't know we needed, with a perfect balance of A-list stars, comedy, and action, and a scene from Hulk we will never forget, this left me wanting more and watching it over and over again. And it's mostly filmed right here in Cleveland. I remember going downtown every time I got off work just to see the set in downtown Cleveland. There's a very honorable mention on that Captain America Winter Soldier. I'll add that later. <laughs> but yeah, that movie still to this day is like the is the is the is the, the linchpin. It did it. It yeah. you know, it wasn't it wasn't X-Men because they started out as the team. It wasn't X-Men 2. It was, it was this one. Yeah. Was because knew. they started, it was the formula that worked. They started out with solo films, and then they started off doing the team movie. And it worked. Yeah. Even in the film watching them. Try to jail and still fight amongst themselves, but still realize we have a bigger fish to fry. We need to handle this. It worked.
1: It was to me. It was like a football team. Yeah. And I only say that because everybody was trying to jockey to see who was going to be the quarterback, <laughs> Nobody, mm-hmm. who was the yard, who was the leader. Nobody wanted to work with each other. You had star even wide receivers. You had this big hawking linebacker who just wants to smash
0: stuff. <laughs> yeah, you, like, got, you got two ex spies who sitting on the sidelines, like, why are we even here? Yeah. <laughs> we don't have any problem. we can't yeah. compete with these guys one on one. I could have yeah. it without
1: Hawkeye, but I mean, he served the purpose. But I yeah. mean it was just it was like a real it was minus you take away the superpowers, it's like the real
0: world. Right.
1: It's just like six <laughs> people trying to figure out how to live
0: together. Like, we don't want to go out drinking. Well, we do. Man, oh, when hey, stuff starts going
1: wrong, people start keeping it real. This is what happens. <laughs> right. wow, I don't want barbecue. <laughs> it's just fighting. But it was, it was cool because it was able to tell a story with people who were extraordinary but still had, I wouldn't say everyday problems, but mm-hmm. it was team building problems, trying to exactly. work together, trying exactly. to get along with your co yeah,
0: you know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it Cap, pretty much was, and it actually, and it actually set it up later for Civil War because you seen the tension between that Cap still was and, there. Yeah, between Cap and Iron Man, but you know, it was all, and it, and it always went over, it always spilled over until they even in like, Avengers, yeah.
1: Ultrano, you could see that division. It,
0: it was the yeah, so like was. in every movie, you still had that up until the end. That was yeah, that was the boiling point. <laughs> that was the boiling point. So my number five, and we had the same number, we had the same listing, is Avengers Endgame, directed by the Russo brothers. Now, the Russo brothers, for those who don't know, are originally from Cleveland, so they're hometown boys, so that's one other connection there. And here it is. Ten years and 23 movies later led to the completion of what is now known as the Infinity Saga. The Marvel Cinematic Universe, or the MCU for short, has managed to set the bar to a level that has not yet been met as far as superhero films are concerned. Down and out five years later, the remaining Avengers find themselves with the last chance to set things right and bring everyone back with a time heist. Coined by (laughs) Ant-Man. Coined (laughs) by Ant-Man and and Tony Stark. Uh, With lots of close calls, but the standout scene for me takes place during the final battle With Cap, Thor, and Iron Man facing off against Thanos, Iron Man is incapacitated. Thor is close to having the axe blade of Stormbreaker pushed through his chest when all of a sudden, Mjolnir, or Mew Mew, (laughs) comes flying through, smacking Thanos, and landing in the hands of no other than Captain America. Now, that's not the only scene, but that was the scene that set the bar. Yeah, that was the scene in that movie that, like I said, got the biggest pop. That when that when that happened for me in that movie theater, sitting next to my wife, and by and by the way, this is possibly their longest film in the MCU. This is their longest film, clocking in at three hours.
1: Well worth it. Yeah,
0: very yeah, well it worth it. Three hours. Oh man, and seeing that scene, and I'm sitting in a the theater, and I literally just, you know, you get to this point where you don't care who sees you. When you react to certain stuff, that was that, the scene. That was the scene. Like, and I wasn't alone <laughs> because, like, it was the most deafening scream in the theater.
2: Oh man! Yes.
0: And they were. I'm clenched and We're screaming and we're trying to be quiet because at the same time, we know this scene is not over. And not only him, not only Cap catching the hammer, set the scene but the way he wielded it is as if he's done this before, which he had. He had, he
1: had precision. He was yeah. calling thunder
0: and Woo. throwing and in it, coming back. I don't think dude. Thanos knew what he was dealing with at first because he was he was catching them hands. Let's just say, yeah, yeah. he was catching them hands.
1: Thor, Thor even seemed surprised. He's like,
0: yeah, oh, he's he
1: like, like, I, He's like, I'm like, I knew it. He knew <laughs> but he's it's like, like when I you let somebody use yo-yo-yo. And they can do more tricks than you can do. With your own, with your... That's what that
0: scene was like. Bro. And he wasn't even upset. He was just like, yeah, he's just yes, oh, okay. I knew it. I knew you had it in you. I knew you were worthy. And the way he handled Thanos for those few moments it was breathtaking. The shield and the hammer, and combined them, not separately. He combined. This yeah, tells you this man is a tactician down to his core like 70 plus years of war has taught this man how to fight and when you're when you're throwing a hammer like this when you throw the shield and you throw the hammer at the shield and the opponent thinks you're throwing a hammer at him and it's not you're throwing it at the shield because you know the effect is going to (laughs) have yeah i'm like that's that's tactical he was that like, was "Yeah, smart. I'm gonna throw the shield because I know he's gonna duck, and I'm gonna throw this hammer because I know he's gonna duck. But I'm not throwing it at him. I'm throwing the hammer at the shield for force. For <laughs> force. And then when why that knocks him off his balance, I'm calling it back, and I'm. <laughs> it was working. That's workening. tactical move. That's hands right there. <laughs> I'm just like, so who's the better fighter, Cap? <laughs> I'm like, this this man had put it in. He put it in work." calling like you said calling thunder to the point that even Thanos was like whoa i got to get who's also a tactician himself you like i gotta get a handle on this i wasn't
1: expecting this yeah this he came with a little more than that bargain for today. it right.
0: was like oh wait a minute hold on you moved a little too fast let me show you what i can do and when he started turning the tide a little bit he had to put that force in it Yeah, But, yeah, that was one of the – that was the standout scene that really pushed the bar that much higher and that much stronger. And I got to say, everything after that moment, it just – the bar just kept getting raised higher and higher and to the point where I'm just like, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. I've been holding this in. I'm going to hold it a little longer.
1: (laughs) It's well worth it. I told my daughter when we went, I said, if you go to the bathroom, I'm sorry, but you'll go alone. <laughs> take, take, take your brother with you.
0: Because I'm
1: not leaving this theater.
0: Is. Until this movie man. ends. It's t- you should have left earlier when it was one of the down points. This is yeah. not you it. You should
1: have left when it was getting time heist together. Right. <laughs> this is not the time to want to go to the bathroom.
0: Yeah.
1: At but the yeah. end of the movie, after I didn't Cap with the
0: hammer. No, nah. <laughs> nah, you're going to hold but, it a little longer now. It's too late. And And then to see him Actually, get handled. You know him handling Thanos, and then hand- and then Thanos turns around, pretty much just breaks the shield in half. But Cap gets back up, restraps a half broken shield, restraps it, and he's just like, "I can do this all day." You're facing <laughs> off with an army, and you're still in the fight. You're just like, "Whatever, my dude, you get See? it." Stay down. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was one of them things. See, and that's the thing. That was one of them things where you just like, Cap, I know you're gonna fight to the tooth and nail to your death, but this might not, you might want to stay down just for a minute. Get your breath. Yeah. Let your boys get up for a minute. Let your but, boys wake up. But then we've seen
1: Cap throughout every movie. And yeah. his thing is I can do this all day. He gonna get he
0: gonna keep getting back up. He ain't got no quit. He has no quit any people. Yeah. And and it's crazy. He's from Brooklyn. He's from Brooklyn. <laughs> to the Brooklyn way. I'm not giving <laughs> up until you kill me. And even then, I'm gonna come back and I'm still gonna fight. I'm gonna figure this out. I'm gonna figure this out. So those were, and there's many more. There there's some honorable oh, mentions man, like man, uh, so I, I didn't out. I didn't mention X Men Two, the opening scene to X Men Two, which was Nightcrawler. I didn't mention. I didn't mention the jail, the breakout jail scene in Watchmen. Uh. I didn't mention Dread, not Judge Dread. Dread with Carl Urban, which <laughs> there's probably going to be a part two to this to this particular podcast. I'm telling you that right now. Yeah,
1: because I didn't mention, of course, my favorite scene ever, which was the beginning of Deadpool one,
0: just him <laughs> chilling up on the freeway. The thirteen bullets, because that's all they had to the budget for yeah. in real life. That's all they had to the budget for was one gunfight scene.
1: Yeah, I mean, they played that movie to me. I, I'm a Deadpool fan, and that movie, being able to see a real version of Deadpool, I know that should have been. It, it was. It yeah. was beautiful.
0: And and, and for was, those who know me on a personal level, and if you've paid attention, and if you've seen some of my podcast, video podcasts on YouTube, if you're wondering why I didn't mention Black Panther. It's because it's too obvious. It. <laughs> so it, Look behind them, people. <laughs> it's, it's too obvious. It's too easy. So I, I gotta get That's low-hanging fruit. That's obvious. Yeah, that's yeah, like the SATs
1: where you get, you know, 15 points for putting your name on it.
0: Exactly. That's know, easy, that's easy like, I can't just do that. I'm like, that's kidding. <laughs> so but that was our that was our shot for the day. That was our show for the day. Thank you everyone for listening in to Blur's Eye View. I'm your host, Chris G. My co-host, Various DC Chambers. We'll see you. Check us out on Facebook, on the Blurred Eye View. Check us out on YouTube. Check us out on Anchor and Spotify and iTunes, or anywhere else where you have a uh, podcast streaming. And pretty soon, check us out on Instagram. We have an Instagram page as well. Uh, if you want to give it again, everywhere. we're everywhere. <laughs> we're, we're legion, is what Not we are. Not ASA yet. We're getting close. Oh, yeah. Uh, pretty soon, people, you'll be able to send in some of your voicemails and let us know what it is you want to hear from us. And tweets. we'll tweet, whatever. Yeah, we got oh, Twitter. Yeah, I forgot the Twitter page. My goodness. Yeah, check out our Twitter page. Yeah, Twitter. Yeah, we're everywhere, man. I'm telling you. Legion. <laughs> so until yeah. then, Chris G, DC, Blurred Eye View, out.
1: Tony Stark style. Peace in our time.